I'm Brian Jennings for The Source Weekly, and we're talking with Corey Heath of the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife about the growing cougar population. This is SourceCast. There are more cougars uh, statewide in the state of Oregon. Our cougar population is up. It's in, increased significantly over the last 20 years, uh, so we have more cats. Um, you know, at the same time, we have more people. You know, the human population in the state of Oregon is growing, and, and particularly here in central Oregon. You know, so, and those things, you know, large predators, increased human population, recreation, development, all those things aren't, aren't always compatible with each other. And so, you know, in the cases of the last two cats in, in the Bend area a year or so ago, you know, those were, were both relatively young males, um, you know, probably dispersing. And it ended up, you know, basically right, right in the heart of Bend, you know, and that's, that's where they, they found themselves stuck by, by houses and people surrounding them and everything else. Will this continue in your estimation? Uh, it will continue uh, to some extent, you know, is always, you know, it doesn't matter what species of, of critter you're talking about, animals end up out, out of their, you know, comfort zones, out of their ideal habitats. And again, regardless of the species, cougars are no different. They're a large mammal. Uh, they're very mobile. They travel a lot. Uh, young males and young females disperse, looking for their own territory. So it, it will probably continue. And, and as the cougar population uh, remains high and development continues to grow, you know, cougars will continue to be found, you know, where, you know, a lot of people don't want them and, and probably where they don't want to be either. Are we kind of at a tipping point? Do we need to manage the population at this point? Well, well, we do manage the population already. Um, you know, we have, you know, minimum management objectives for the state in our Cougar plan. We're about to uh, rewrite the Cougar plan, um, you know, to address some of these continuing issues, new population information, new modeling information, uh, changes in prey base, all those things. So, so we we have hunting seasons on cougars. So we we uh, have damage control programs on cougars. So we we do manage cougars. There's there's no question, but there are also restrictions that that voters have put on some management tools that we have. Um, you know, there are only two changes to change those rules, and some members of the public want to change that. And that's either the uh, another ballot initiative to overturn the initial one or legislative it needs to be overturned our agency can cannot overturn uh, that initial ballot measure so you know it it will continue to occasionally you know be a concern you know Mm -hmm. that cougars will wind up in places uh, where they probably shouldn't be the question that comes up at you know in a lot of cases on what we do when we get a, a cougar sighting or a reported cougar um, in town, in, in in this particular case, in Bend or Redmond, I, I suppose, um, we, we get a lot of sightings like that. Um, a lot of them are, are on the outskirts of town. In those situations, we usually, if the cougar is sedentary up a tree or, you know, in a wood pile or somewhere, you, usually we just advise the landowner, have him back away, get kids, pets, livestock away, and, and usually the cougar just moves on on its own and never to be heard from again. That That's great. Uh, our response in the middle of towns is is a lot different. Um, from a human safety standpoint, you know we're we're not going to back away and let those cougars just meander through town at at will. We we can't do that. Uh, law enforcement agencies can't do that anyway. Right now, our, our cougar plan, and I said, like I mentioned, our cougar plan will be revised here 
um, in the next little little bit, next year or so. But right now, our our policy is we're not going to relocate those cougars. So the the cougars, if if they're sedentary in a town like that, in a place outside their natural habitat, it, it's going to get euthanized. And and some people agree with that. Some people don't agree with that. And you know nobody likes to euthanize cats in those types of situations we we don't like to either um but you know kind of as we all know we live in a a very litigious society these days and you know if if we were to move a cat like that somewhere um and then we have to mark cougars or or any wildlife that we move like that or or use chemical immobilization drugs on if one of our marked animals um you know, heaven forbid, you know, attacked a person or a child or livestock or pets, things like that. It, it won't turn out very pleasant, not only for them, but, you know, certainly our agency and whoever else is involved is going to get sued. So, you know, our, our first priority is human safety, you know, addressing that, you know, immediately at the site. And then, you know, and this could change, you know, there may be some places, a few places around the state identified in a future cougar plan where, where this could occur. We could relocate some of these animals, mark them, you know, with radio collars, things like that. But that remains to be seen. That will have to go through the planning process, the public review process, and be adopted into law by our commission. So but right right now, that that's the policies that we're operating under. What advice would you have for homeowners to be aware, um, to avoid confrontation, confrontation doesn't occur very often it's not to say it can't occur um you know cougars are a large predator um but you know homeowners uh livestock owners things like that you know wherever we live throughout central oregon um is is potential cougar country you know uh, cougars are very adaptable they're very widespread people just need to be aware of that that wherever they are wherever they're recreating wherever they live uh, a cougar could show up at any time. We we don't know where they all are. We don't always have advance warning before one shows up. So people need to manage their, you know, their own behavior, you know, you know, not jogging in low light conditions and in, in brushy type habitats, you know, managing kids, pets, livestock appropriately, you know, just just when they're out. I mean, there's no reason to be uh, you know, overly concerned, but you know, always just be aware of your surroundings, know where you're at. You know, keep your eyes open, you know, for a variety of things. You know, you'll, you'll see a lot of things you'll enjoy. And, you know, if there's something there that you should be concerned about, you know, hopefully you'll spot it first. Dusk and dawn. Dusk and dawn, typically, um, are prime hunting hours, e- even nighttime hours. Some people like to jog and ride bikes, you know, well after dark, um, you know, or, or go for walks. Um, so, you know, any, anytime you're out, just, just be aware of your surroundings, you know, still enjoy the, the wild, great resources we have here in Central Oregon, but don't, uh, you know, just, just be alert to your surroundings, I guess. Yell, get big. <laughs> if, well, if you do actually encounter one, in, in most cases, when you do encounter one, it's going to be going the other direction. Uh, if that's the case, you can just, you know, back out of there slowly, keep, keep an eye on it. If one is acting in, in an aggressive or a, you know, stalking type manner, and, and those are two different things. Uh, aggression is, is typically, typically triggered uh, when the cat feels threatened, you know, in those types of circumstances, when it feels cornered, it can't escape. Um, when it's being a predator and, and looking for a prey item, that, that's a different 
issue. And, the, and typically when that's the case, it's not acting in an aggressive manner because, you know, that's kind of counterproductive to being a predator. You know, when something sees that or hears that, it runs away. So th- those are two, di- two different things. But if you do encounter one, you bet. Um, pick up small kil- children, back away very slowly, don't turn and run. You know, that triggers the, the chase response. Um, you know, yell, throw stones, um, you know, pick up a big stick in, in case you need it, uh, things like that. But again, you know, the, the point is you don't, you don't need to panic. You don't need to live life in fear because that's, that's not the case with, with any large predators. But you be aware of, of what they are and that they are in the area. I'm Brian Jennings for The Source Weekly, and you've been listening to SourceCast. Also online at bendsource.com.